Kai, and you're listening to the Mind Freak Podcast, bringing you mental health and well-being promotion to help you live your best life. All information discussed on this podcast is research and evidence-based. However, it is ultimately the opinions of the Mind Freak Podcast, and this is not a substitute to seeking professional medical advice. Hi guys, happy Wellbeing Wednesday. Today we're going to speak to you about work-life balance. <laughs> Something we all need a bit of. <laughs> yeah, um, I think a, some have had it a bit too much lately, haven't they? <laughs> well, <laughs> some people have either been working too much and not had much rest time. And then on the, on the flip side, a lot of people unfortunately haven't been able to work and then they've yeah. had too much rest time and know, not enough yeah. work time. So. Yeah, it's a, it's a state where we've just got to have a load of balance really Hold on yeah so carl what does work-life balance mean having a work-life balance basically means having the right balance between working and living mm-hmm. for some people having a good work-life balance is down to those little moments between work and life some people think that work is their purpose and they thrive off constantly being busy or some people struggle to maintain that balance and find they need more time to themselves to relax than others do to balance work. Some people get the balance by participating in hobbies. Some people get this by meditation and mindfulness. Some people get this by having a good lay-in. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> so most of the time, like when we're in in school and they're saying kind of what do you want um to do what what do you want to work as um and i think some people think like sometimes that their um work is their purpose and most people kind of can define themselves by their job and if they're having a bad day at work then their whole life becomes you know a Mm. catastrophe yeah I mean, think of it this way. If somebody asks you to tell them about about yourself, you'd first thing you'd say, hello, my name is Carl and I'm a nurse. You'd tell them about what you do in, you know, in a job. Mm -hmm. You know, it's uh, before you would even think about saying, oh, and I play guitar, I play bass. Yeah. I like to, you know, make my own music. You wouldn't tell them that. You'd be telling them about your work. Yeah, you probably need to work on having your identity away from um, work, away from your children. Um, they could be a massive part of your life. You know, you you've got a relationship. You've got you've got these kids. But mm. like, you know, when someone puts on their Facebook like all pictures of their children, mm. and you think, well, well, that's their parent side. But where is their side where where is you can have different roles can't you you know you can have your 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 work role your parenthood role your own role um you know and i guess that can be what balance you know the work-life balance is about making sure that you you get them times to yourself as well yeah to be you to to identify with the the who you are and um, those little moments in between. They, it doesn't need to be on your own. You know, you can involve your kids, you can involve your uh, spouse or your partner, but it's basically finding the balance between 
working and having a life outside of work. Mm. Yeah, um, having a work-life balance means different things to different people as well, doesn't it? So spending time to identify what this means to you is ultimately the first step in your journey to get a good work-life balance. You know, if you don't understand what you need in order to have that good work-life balance, you know, what you need to do, how are you ever going to be able to, you know, put things in place to achieve it? You know, work can easily take over our life if we let it. You know, it's our responsibility to make sure it doesn't if that's not what we want, you know. Um, for me personally, having a good work-life balance means to be able to go to work, do my job and come home with no worries or lingering thoughts, you know, that intrude on my free time. If I find myself thinking about work on a day off, I find that I don't feel like I've had a day off and it just seems to add pressure and stress for me. Yeah. So trying to put things in place to make sure I'm able to achieve this is important, you know, for me anyway. Mm. Everybody's so different, but... For me, just when I'm not at work, being able to not think of work is what matters to me. That is what makes me feel like I've had time off. So to me, work-life balance means kind of um, me being able to take a day off and especially do the things that um, rejuvenate me and make me feel like I've recharged my batteries because that's mainly the thing that I'm doing uh, throughout my day in my job is kind of giving all my energy, all my passion, all my uh, resources to people. And sometimes it can just feel like you're a bit stretched. Um, Sometimes, like, I, c- I can come home from work and I, I won't even talk, like, because I'm just that flat out so when I've got a day off I like to fill it with with as much things that will help me think less about work because I think that's the thing when you work in a care home you can be really you know you, you see them as much as you do your own family probably more sometimes and it it can become very involving and Sometimes you find yourself thinking, oh, how are they doing? How are they getting on? When you should be just completely leaving that at the door, really. But it's hard to do that as a nurse. So if I plan to go on a walk or um, plan to see my family, becoming more kind of aware of the and and savouring that moment is much better because then you're not thinking about work, you're not thinking about all those things that you've got to do when you go back in um, because that time is your time. I think most of the people who are working from home can relate to this a lot more now. So they're not in the office, they're not um, kind of stuck in a place where they don't want to be. You know, they're in their home, home that they've chose. Um, And unless you well, don't have an office room that you can go to, then I'm sure work-life balance can be a lot managed a lot better, especially if you have kids. A lot of people that I've spoke to are um, kind of really happy that they don't have to spend their time away from their children and they don't miss all their milestones that are happening, that are going on, because they're not at the office. They get time to get a little bit of time out of their day 
to be able to spend that time with their children and things. And from an employment point of view, people aren't taking as much time off for their kids and for their family when they're ill. They can sort things out and then, you know, they can deal with childcare a bit more easier than being at an office and just having to leave. Yeah, I suppose in terms of your own sickness as well, actually, there's quite a few times that you would perhaps, if you had to go in an office and you had to go and work around other people, you'd be saying, I need the day off. Yeah, because you don't want to infect them. Yeah, but if you're sat at home, all right, you might not be able to do, you know, be all singing, all dancing, do everything that you used to do. Yeah, your performance. But but there's still stuff that you could do. You don't necessarily need to take that day off work. You could mm. get get on with jobs related to that that you you know that normally get pushed aside. Yeah. So actually, in terms of employers, yeah, you know it it should reduce sickness. Mm-hmm. You know, time off sick. Yeah. Potentially. And I think, and I think the um whole thing of everyone realizing that it can be done from home. Mm. I think people are just um making a lot of better decisions with their own businesses when they're you know entrepreneurs and things like that because they can just they know that they don't have to have an office they don't have to pay for heating electricity um mm-hmm. other than paying in their own house yeah. or they can just go and live wherever they want because if there's nothing nothing tying you down to an office then the world's your oyster isn't it mm-hmm. yeah you can go anywhere and that's kind of where I strive to be in the next, I'd say, five years, is to be independent with, you know, not having to be tied down to a certain country, a certain place, a certain um, lifestyle. Just choose my own way of living. But I haven't obviously experienced it as much as a lot of people have. And they do have negatives. That, you know, there's... There's a lot of pros and cons of it. So what are yours, Fran? Because you work from home, don't you? Yeah, um, I do at the moment. So, okay, these are my experiences with working from home. They might be very different to other people's. So keep that in mind when I'm, you know, sharing how it's affected me. Um, Yeah, there are positives to working from home. You know, I'm saving money for you know and I'm, I'm i'm able to get up an hour later because i haven't got a 45 minute drive to work in the morning <laughs> that makes all the difference yeah but if i'm being honest i've struggled on and off you know with working from home i'm sorry that the next bit of information is probably going to be my negative views but ultimately at this point i am just grateful that i have a secure job and that i'm able to work from home and that i've not lost any income you know over the multiple lockdowns so I have periods of time where I, you know, it's fine and I'm enjoying working from home. I'm, you know, I'm enjoying not having to leave the house so much. You know, it's been, there's a lot of benefits to it. But I also have periods of time where I feel really lonely and isolated. Hmm. I know I live with Carl, so ultimately I'm not. But it is often how I feel. I've never met most of my colleagues in person. I don't know much about them. Mm-hmm. I don't know what their interests are or what they like. I don't know, you know, what their difficulties are or how to support them. And ultimately, they don't know much about me either. You know, there are a few colleagues that I got to meet when I first started the job, but I never really got to know them. You know, the chit-chat you'd normally have with your colleagues, 
they're just on you know they're just they're just a face on a screen to me yeah yeah um i think that's i think that's um what people meant um when they were speaking about the future and kind of they just saw heads in a jar like consulting heads you know you you wheel a head into a meeting or something like that but it's the exact same thing now isn't it we're just all talking heads on screen <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you know i'm sat down all day every day you know, struggling to motivate myself to work in the environment which I would normally relax in. There doesn't feel any space, you know, for me between work and relaxing. So all I need to do when 5pm hits is to close my laptop and that's it. You know, there's no drive home, no nothing, no time to, you know, reflect or distress. You know, it, it means I often don't feel like I have finished working. Mm. You know, I do struggle to switch off most nights. Um... I've actually started to get some pressure marks on my heels and my feet, you know, because I've had them up on the sofa all day as I often work, you know, um, with my lap table in the front room. Yeah, well, you know, you usually get that when you're, like, uh, late 60s. Yeah. If anybody watching has worked in a care home before, I need some repo boots. But, um, you know, I'm sat down every day talking to people I don't know what they look like, which is strange. You know, mm. you build up a picture in your head based on their voice, you know, their experiences, their mannerisms, you know. But ultimately, I haven't a clue. You know, I don't think this would bother me, but ultimately, it really is strange. You know, what colour is their hair? Are they short or tall? <laughs> you know, it's hard to get to know yeah. somebody who you have no clue what they look like. I, I don't know how else to explain it. It's just weird. Mm. But that's it, isn't it? It's like most of your um, communication comes from either your body or... Most um, of it's non-verbal, yeah. Yeah, most of it's non-verbal. So it's really hard to gauge that over the phone or mm -hmm. um, just on a Teams meeting. Yeah. And I mean, you can we do do video calling. That is an option. So I would be able to see what they look like. But not everybody wants that or has access to that. Yeah, no one... Not everyone's at this um, moment in time, really knows about uh, video calls and mm. things. But, you know, these are my experiences. Ultimately, I don't really enjoy working from home, although I do appreciate the few benefits it gives me. But, um, you know, it's not going to be everyone's experiences. We all, you know, we're all so different. We all have different characteristics. For me, who's not naturally motivated to do anything that requires any form of movement or effort, <laughs> you know, especially when I'm at home, it's difficult. You know, I don't know if that makes sense, but, you know, what it feels like to me is, you know when you're supposed to have a day off, but work calls a meeting or tells you you have to go on training or something. So then the whole time that you're there or the whole day, you sort of feel che cheated from a day off. Because the whole time you're thinking that you should be relaxing in front of the TV with a cuppa, mm. but yet you're being forced to work. That's kind of how it feels like to me. You know, it feels like it's a day off that I'm being forced to work compared to when I went into the office. You know, my brain knew I was at work and I just cracked on with my day. But I have learned strategies to help me working from home. I split my time between the sofa and the desk because I feel more productive sat at my desk, but I feel physically more comfortable sitting on the sofa. 
I've learned that I need to allocate myself time to do all those random small tasks that gets pushed aside because that that you know them small tasks are the things that keep me up at night when I suddenly remember that I forgot to do it. That's what I worry about, them small things. You know, to-do lists and my diary has been a lifesaver to me. You know, and to make sure that I have time in between phone calls to, you know, digest the information, document it correctly and just reflect on it. But as I said, again, everyone's experiences is so different. I would love to hear if anybody has had any really positive experiences with working from home. You know, all what you do to ensure you manage, you, you get that work-life balance while you're working in your home environment, you know, and how you differentiate the two. Um, because I definitely haven't mastered it yet. Although it does, it does seem to be getting better and easier as time goes on and, you know, my body and my brain, you know, adapting to it and it starts to feel a little bit more natural. But, yeah, yeah it's my experiences. Hmm. So we're in the middle of a hailstorm now, so uh, if there's any crackling or, uh, like, vinyl-type sounds, you know what it is. Um, so, kind of... Oh, did you hear that thunder? <laughs> <laughs> so if you think of employment now, um, so you go to uni, you pay a lot to get this dream job, say you get a house that you can live in, then you need bills... You get a car to get you to a job that you're paid to do that just gives you enough money to pay for the car, to pay for the bills, to pay for the house you spend no time in. What is the sense in that? You're completely snookered everywhere you look. Everything is set up to keep you in debt and therefore working more hours. So I've been to university and I just feel that the more work, the more is taken off me in the way of student loans. So at the moment, we're building a brand to just free ourselves from these kind of chains, well, I, I think they are, that we've been kind of bound to. And yeah, it's still a lot of hard work, and it will be for a few years to get this uh, brand up and running. But we know that we add value to other people's lives. And as long as there are people out there that need this help then there'll always be a calling for it and for this material. Um, we just find something that we're good at, that we're passionate about, that we really kind of have a lot of interest in doing and we want to make a, a business out of it. Obviously, we want to have a lot of information for free, but eventually I'd like to finish work and just work on this for a living. I want to be able to choose my own hours, to choose when I can get up in the morning, choose when I can um, not want to work. I just feel like, oh, I don't really fancy doing any work today, so let's not do it. I'll still put the work in when it's needed. We don't have to work like we used to before, you know, with, you know, clocking in, clocking out, um, using all your energy for money. We have to be realistic with our goals and um, I don't think work-life balance is such a big thing to ask. But rich, you know, when we think of rich people, we think of money, living in mansions, we think about people on yachts. But rich can mean so many things. What makes your life richer Selling your time for money or losing money and gaining time. At the end of the day, at the end of my life, I know I'm not going to say, 
just give me one more pound, give me one more day at work. Most of the time when people are talking about their last words, they want more time. They wish they'd spent more time with their family, wish they'd given this person this advice. But, you know, just to to remind you, though, you know, everybody is so different and if you enjoy working and that's what gives you your life, then that's absolutely fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, some of us work to live, some of us live to work, yeah, and, and that's totally fine. You just need to find your balance, and that's why I said before, identifying what you need Yeah. to get your balance, mm-hmm. personally, for you, is so important. Yeah. It's not always about the money you earn. Sometimes it depends on where your priorities are in life. Um. Like loads of people will be earning lots of money, but then because their lifestyle is so expensive, they'll be living right on the line, spending almost right up to their limit. The more you earn, the more you spend. So what I'm trying to say is I kind of want more mini retirements. I don't just want to work up until I'm 70, saving up my whole life for the day where I don't have to work. Because if my work has been my purpose for the whole of my life, then I'm going to feel not needed. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think retirement can be quite hard for a lot of people to get their head around, you know, when you've worked for 50 years, yeah. you know, and that you know, five days a week, mm. all of your life. Well, where's your identity when that's gone? How do you know, you know, how do you know who you are? How do you know what to do? Yeah, how, do you, how do you feel that yeah. time? I know. That's why I was saying you've got to identify what you like, what you what you need to do in your life to have an identity of yourself, of, of your own, outside of work. Yeah, definitely. There is a purpose for everybody. You know, it may have been lost between all the things that we try and do, you know, in our day to day life. But yeah, I challenge you, have a think about your own work life balance. Are you satisfied with it? Is it what you want? Do you feel like you need to do something additional to make sure you you know you feel less stressed about work, to, to make sure you've got a work-life balance or you're happy with it? You know, I challenge you to sit down and have a think about it because I think you'll be surprised when you really, you know, start to think about it. So that fits in well with next week's episode of routine and structure. So we'll tell you a bit more about how you can um structure your routines and structure your day for a bit more of work-life balance, a bit more of what you want throughout life and how to plan for that. Some of the most successful people in life say, if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail. We don't want that for you. We want the best and we think you can achieve that. So join us for next week. And in the words of Stephen King, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Thank you for listening, and if this information was valuable to you, or you think it might be for somebody else, then like, comment, or share. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. To get more of this content, hit that subscribe button, and if you're watching on YouTube, ring that bell. It'll notify you every time we upload. Check out our weekly blog at mind-fruit.co.uk. We hope to see you next week for Wellbeing Wednesday.